welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Father, we bless you for what you are going to do. Thank you for what you have decided to do. Obeye. Iradebeye. Iradebeye. Amanesi. Sewo fana se. Sewo nantil na se moa. Is there not a cause? God has done so well for us 
as a church and as individuals and specifically as a church that came from nowhere with little resources and scanty number of people A church that began with JHS graduates coming for prayer meetings under a mango tree and moves into a, a shaky second a, a nursery classroom with young JSS graduates who were writing exams and for the fear of failing. They heard the young pastor is around praying and they rushed in. With little faith and big hope, the Lord has brought us this far. Is there not a cause for us to thank Him and say, God, we are grateful? First Samuel chapter 17 verse 24 running through verse 30. Give me a softer version because of time. When the Israelites saw Goliath, they ran away in terror. Look at him, they said to each other. Listen to his challenge. King Saul has promised to give a big reward to the man who kills him. The king will also give him his daughter to marry. That incentive alone was enough. They shouldn't ask, add anything. Marrying the daughter of the king was enough to motivate any man. And will not require his father's family to pay taxes. David asked the men who were near him, what will the man get who kills this Philistine and frees Israel from this disgrace? After all, who is this heathen Philistines to defy the army of the living God? They told him what would be done for the man who killed Goliath. Eliab, David's oldest brother, heard David talking to the people or the men. He became angry with David and said, what are you doing here? Who is taking care of, the, of those sheep of yours out there in the wilderness? You smart Alec, you, you just came to watch the fighting. Tell somebody, I didn't come to watch the, fight, the uh, fighting. Mambeshepo in life. I came, I'm on assignment, and I came for a purpose. Yeah. Say, David, you, you, you just came to watch. I didn't come to watch. We didn't come into this community to add to the number of churches. We came on assignment and the Lord God who sent us here will be with us forever and ever. Give the Lord a clap of for someone. He said, now what have I done? David asked. Can't I even ask a question? The old King James in that verse. He said, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? God is about to take the church into a fresh and a new season. God is about to take the church into a new decade. He has done what he must do in the last decade. And he's about to take us into a new decade full of blessings 
full of favor, full of new things, things we have not conceived about. And God is about to do it in the presence of our enemies. I thought you are saying a big amen. A new path of life, a new path of destiny, a new path of history is about to unfold in the life of this church. And you know the church is about the people. So when you hear the church, I'm talking about you. A new part of history, a new part of events is about to unfold in the life of this church. And God has called us for a purpose. God does not plant a church just because he wants to plant a church. God plans a church for a purpose to gather his people so that his people will be prepared, equipped for many mighty works ahead of them. And in every season, in every decade, in every generation, God comes out to give a specific instruction in a specific direction. And I believe with all my heart that we are in a new season and the Lord God is about to give us another direction in order for us to stay relevant yeah you are not clapping that clap is like yeah. for us to stay relevant God must give an instruction God must give a direction and when God wants to give a direction he calls for a meeting a meeting between himself and his people a meeting between himself and his son or his daughter. So when God wanted to give Moses a direction, he called for a meeting between Moses and himself. And that was personal. And when God wanted to reach the people of Israel, he also called Moses because Moses was their leader. So he called Moses to Mount Sinai and said, come and be with me for 40 days and 40 nights because I want to do something new for my people by your leadership. So God is calling for meetings in the month of May to tell the church the direction he wants the church to take. I thought you are clapping. If God does not direct the battle, they that fight, they will lose and they will crush. Every battle is won on strategies. And for us, the Bible said that, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers against rulers of the darkness of this age and you know God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit it takes God for you to know what is happening in the spirit it takes God for you to know what direction to take in the spirit so if you want a direction that will not bring failure to you that will not bring defeat to you you need to position yourself to hear God in giving you an instruction if God says that go this way and you choose another way no matter how you pray in that way either you will delay number one 
either you make a mistake that will kill you number two either your heavens will be hard number three and either God will have mercy on you and I'm praying that any path you have taken in life that is outside the will of God that is outside the commandment of God may God choose to have mercy on you and bring you back on the right path in the name of Jesus Christ when God calls his people for a meeting he has something serious to tell them I've never seen a meeting between God and a man or God and his people and God came to joke no anytime God calls for a meeting it is because a chapter is about to flip I prophesy over your life in this prosperity conference your, your, the pages of your books of life are about to flip you are flipping into greater works you are flipping into honor you are flipping into favor you are flipping into open doors you are flipping into greatness somebody shout my life is flipping into the glory of God anytime God calls for a meeting he elevates his people by revelations Time God called for him, so you cannot afford to stay home. I'll give you four reasons why you must show up. When God calls for a meeting, He elevates His people by revelations that are in His Word, and these revelations are carried in the vessels of His servants. God's blessings are not in the air. God's grace is not in the air. The anointing is not in the air. You know, we sang that. So when we are thinking, we think that the, no, the blessings of God are contained and carried by vessels of men. So the blessing God must give to you, he will send it through someone. You remember the Bible that said, and men shall give unto you. So the blessing you are believing God for, God will always use a human being. And you see, God's directions come through the mouths of his servants. So he said, believe the Lord thy God and thou will be what? Established. And believe also his servants, the prophet, so that you will do what? You will prosper. It is in hearing the instructions of the Lord and obeying through his servants. So they'll say, eh, they don't preach about Christ. They don't talk about Christ. Me, I came to worship Christ. Which of us here came to worship? Uh, mention their names. Did you come to worship another thing here? You think I woke up at dawn and I was talking to Epele Peji, me. <laughs> the church cannot do without pastors. Yeah. The church cannot do without human beings that are seven. You see how the atmosphere is fresh. The atmosphere is ordered. Angels did not come and pack the chairs. Angels are not the one controlling the sound. Angel is not the one preaching to you. Another man like you, another sinner like you, that has been appointed to be a pastor, that is preaching. And it takes the instructions of God 
from the mouth of his servants to be delivered to his people. So God has a blessing for you in the next season. But what blessing it is or is it? How will you get there? It will come by revelation. And your attitude, our attitude, our posture, our readiness, our fervency in pursuing what to hear from God will determine how far we can go in God. And in this conference, I am trusting God that every one of you in this house that calls himself a member of this house must be present to hear what God has for us in the next decade of the life of this church. I thought you are clapping. Yeah. The people of Israel were at a crossroad. They were in a critical moment. And if they lost the battle, they were going to be servants to Goliath and the Philistines. But God raised a David. I pray in the name of Jesus. In this conference of prosperity, I declare that may the Lord raise you as a David in this house, as a David in your generation, and as a David in your family. Somebody say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Goliath will only fall in the hands of David. And David must show up in the meeting. If you fail to show up, you may miss destiny. Because you may not know which meeting the Lord will speak a revelation that will come to you. I'm not talking about just a prophecy. I'm talking about revelation. You can only go up by revelation. I pray that in this conference from 2nd or 2nd May running to the end of the month may your own word of revelation arrive in your life in the name of Jesus is there not a cause for all of us to show up and hear what God has for us is there not a cause sometimes you hear that your relative is dead and you were not around when he died and they will say that there's going to be a meeting a family meeting wherever you are you make sure you are there why because you want to hear and may you have an interest to hear what God has for you in this season you didn't say amen we must have an interest an interest an interest we have to begin to grow up in the Lord the other time I was talking to someone he said oh as for pastors when they want you to do something then they go and get scriptures then I said this guy doesn't know who he's talking to then I said okay can I tell you something if you want to prepare, he said, she was a lady. I said, if you want to prepare fufu and rice, do you go to the market to buy maize and rice? Oh, Ima. Becky, you're a lady. If you want to cook palm no soup, do you go and buy granite? Or you go to the hospital. You say <laughs> your stomach is paining you, and then the doctor starts examining your breast. Won't you be surprised? You are sick, you go to Dr. Roland. You say, Oh, your 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 hand is paining you. You say, turn your back. 
Check my back, say. <laughs> now I can feel. He came to Bambi, okay, to him, say. No, I tell you, Jane. Are you here with me? Each and every one who calls himself a member of this church must show up. Let me give you four reasons why you must show up. Number one, you must show up because ignoring this meeting is a sign of disrespect to God and to his servants. This is a teaching that will help us in our church life. That anytime there is a meeting, it's a very critical meeting. Ignoring the meeting or not showing up in the meeting, it means that you are showing disrespect, dishonor to God and his servants. When, how many of you work in a corporate world? Lift your right hand. You work in a corporate world. They pay you salary. Lift your right hand. That's good. When your boss calls for a meeting and you are part of the meeting, do you go or you don't go? You go. You schedule time and make sure that you are in that meeting. Even some of you sitting here right now, if your boss calls you that come to work right now, I'm sure you just get up and go. Because they pay all salary. They pay all salary. When you don't go for such meetings, they call it insubordination. And rebellion and um, disregard, how does the word disregard to superiors? And it comes with a kind of punitive measure or punishment. Why are we so quick to obey masters that are men and we are not ready to obey our master? You forget that Jesus is not just your lover, he's not just a friend. It's not just your brother. It's not just a, a, a joint heir. But he's another thing to you. Your Lord and Master. The church cannot just be free. There must be certain things taught. Jesus is not just a joint heir. We are not joint heir just with Christ. But when you were giving your life to him, you received him as your Lord and your master. If your earthly masters can command that respect from you, we must be able to honor the Lord by honoring his invitations. And I'm praying in the name of Jesus that in this conference, you will honor the invitation the Lord is giving to you. I said you will honor the invitation the Lord is giving to you. How many of you have done your weddings? Let me see, lift your right hand. Lift it up, okay. Did you invite somebody and a person didn't come with a card? And how did you feel? The worst of it is when the person is like, you see the person as a body body. And you don't, God, you and God, you are body body. You are his daughter. He paid the price for you. He's taking care of you. He's protecting you. He's guiding you. He's providing for you. He's healing you. He calls for a meeting, expecting you to show up. And you don't come. Pastor is using the word. 
Are you here with me? You know, there are some weddings where father and mother don't stay together. Then you see that the lady is praying that the father will show up and the father doesn't show up. And they have to quickly organize an uncle to stand in. The lady never becomes happy. God is calling us for a meeting. And I pray that we will gather to honor the invitation of God. The same way we honor our earthly masters, we must honor the Lord the more. The more. God doesn't take it lightly when he calls for a meeting and we don't answer. When he gives you a call and you cut the call. <laughs> busy, busy, busy. No, I block it. Some of you blocked God. There is no service you respond to. If you don't respond to any service, you've blocked him. That means that Ofra Okraonte Emba. God is calling us to gather for an instruction and an interaction. Isaiah 66, verse 4. Something, 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 something is in that verse. He says, So I will bring disaster upon them. Hey, God, no, have mercy on us. The very things they are afraid of. Because no one answered when I called or listened when I spoke. Should the speakers come and speak to empty chairs? Because if, if we are not here, that means nobody is listening to what is being spoken of. You see, the Bible is very serious. Everything is inside. But we know only John 3.16 that this is also in the Bible. He said, they chose to disobey me and to do if I pray that in you God will see an honorable daughter an honorable son in the name of Jesus number two you must show up because in such meetings God raises kings and champions in such meetings God raises kings and champions first Samuel chapter 16 verse number one verse number one first Samuel 16 1 the Bible said, the Lord said to Samuel, how long will you go on grieving over Saul? I have rejected him as king of Israel, but now get some olive oil and go to Bethlehem to a man named Jesse because I have chosen one of his sons to be king. In such meetings, God raises kings. When God calls for a meeting, he raises champions and kings. So God called for a meeting in the house of Jesse. Amongst Jesse and his children. God is calling for a meeting in the house of Pastor Prince Nyako. Amongst Pastor Prince Nyako and his spiritual children. Ah. God is calling for a meeting in Carrie's temple. Because in that meeting, kings are about to be raised. And champions are about to be raised. Leaders are about to be raised. Destiny changes are about to be raised. So those people must be present. Must be present. So all his sons were present. Unfortunately, the one who was supposed to be king was not there. But you see, God had mercy on David and said, until David comes... I pray that you being the David, you will come through this meeting. Your, your amen is not strong. So if they had gone to David, eh, 
Uh, some of you, uh, some of you, I know you won't come. Uh, some of you, the way you behave, I know. Every day you are in the house, I come to the bush. You see? Now, I've become important. They are waiting for me. You are all not sitting. I'm feeding the sheep. I'm feeding the sheep. Leave me alone. I'm feeding the sheep. The sheep is hungry. I love my sheep. I'm, I'm not coming. Oh, I'm not coming. If David had refused to come, he would have missed his oil. I pray that you will not refuse to show up. I pray that you will not decide not to come. I pray that you will represent your destiny. I pray that you will be here to receive from the Lord Jesus Christ. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering somebody. God is calling for a meeting. And I pray that you will show up. I pray that you will not refuse to show up. Number three, you must show up because not showing up is a sign of ingratitude to all that God has done for the church and for ourselves. It's a sign of ingratitude. Psalm 103 verse 1 to 5. May you not be part of the people who will forget the goodness of the Lord in the life of this church. I thought you are saying amen. He said, praise the Lord my soul. All my being praises holy name. Praise the Lord my soul and do not forget how kind he is. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He keeps me from the grave and blesses me with love and mercy. He fills my life with good things. Has the Lord been good to us? Yeah, he filled our life with good things. He journeyed us through 10 years and we have seen great and mighty blessings. He has given us enough blessing for his name to remain faithful on our lips and we will honor him by showing up in prosperity conference. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Move me to Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 11 to 20. Look at this scripture well. Look at it very well. Give me the NLT of this. But that is the time to be careful. Beware that in your plenty, you do not forget the Lord, your God, and disobey his commands, regulations, and decrees hey, that I am giving you today. For when you have become full and prosperous and have built fine homes to live in, it's the way you do the very nice house. You may not be coming for evening services. Charlie, you have your aquarium in the hall. Charlie, there's a home that when you are in, you will not be sick for 10 years. Because where will mosquito pass and come? Or rainbow bubble? Because, hey, I have for too much of a cup. <laughs> there are some houses. When they enter, they see 12 shoes hidden in some corners. The scent alone will tell them that this is my home. And they come and dwell with you. We are very real. <laughs> you are imagining your shoe in the hall. Please, when you go, go and remove it, please. 
is the reason you fall sick. Stop binding the devil. Take that shoe from there. You'll be fine. And when your flocks and hairs have become very large and your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else, be careful. Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in the land of... Don't be proud when you start having... I want you to have money. I want you to have money. I went to see some land yesterday. They said, oh, this person has taken three. He's in toilet, so... Four zeros, like above sister there. They've taken three and they've paid. I'm like, hey, eh. May you have money. But when you start getting money, don't be proud. Don't stop ushering. Keep humble. And when you discover that there is a rich person in your department, stop begging for money. Please, you know, there's a serious issue. I, I, I even struggle to even tell you. I'm even shy. It's a pray humble. It's a normal pray humble. And I, I struggle. I, I'm even shy of you, so that's why I'm WhatsApping you. <laughs> I, I've never asked anybody in the church anything. I know things. <laughs> it's a normal pray humble. Know, as I'm coming to say, it's even heavy, but if, if I don't get any help from you, I don't know where to go. Do you know, I have paid my fees, but it's left with 750. I've looked everywhere. I'm even shy, my sister. <laughs> I'm even shy to tell you, but Christopher Mopesa you are you, you you like begging it's not the church that you, you started long time <laughs> now what 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 will you do if if one day we have ministers of states in choir in Austrian the president is a, is a member here Will you be one of the people who will go and be saying you want a job? Yeah. One time there was somebody in this church. Because I, I cannot keep saying no, no, no to people. And the person stopped the church. Yeah. We are not able to handle great people around us. When we see great people now, African mentality comes. So I hardly review people's identity. That's why I don't do testimonies. Because I know you. I know you. I know you. It doesn't mean miracles doesn't happen in a Friday miracle. I know plenty. But I know you. Just I want it. Uh, hey, when you're promoting in this car, they my man the three months. You hear it, you hear, you hear, you hear it from my man. By that time, accumulated salary now, but toffee. You won't get poor. Let me concentrate on my message now. 
I don't know which demon came to distract me like that. <laughs> Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from the slavery in the land of Egypt. 15, my time is gone. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with eight poisonous snakes and scorpions where it was so hot and dry. He gave you water from the rock. Ah. He fed you with manna in the wilderness, a food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and test you for your own good. He did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you. We won't say it in courage that we have come this far by our own. Oh no, we will not say it. And if we will not say it, that means we need to appear in the meeting and give him all the glory. Do I have a testimony in the house? He won't say that. Those days, if you heard the choir sing, eh, you would never want to hear them sing. You don't know what they were doing. I didn't know whether they were singing or they were, I don't know. Whether they were talking in different languages, I couldn't hear they were, just, they were just making noise. We, hear, we used to have a choir director, a praise and worship leader. What, what was his name? Max. Sampotitai. The Lord has brought us far. Hey! And the drums, they have only one. And the organ was borrowed. So Sami was in GT University. When he's coming, he will bring campus organ to come and play and take it back. And when the Lord bless us to buy some two by four speakers and everything, one day into the last day of fasting, I was batting, singing. My message was ready. I was ready to prophesy. Now I have time some people are going to prophesy to as I was batting, then I had a call from the late Michael. The pastor. Pastor. I said, Mike, are you in church? Have people started coming? He said, Pastor, it's not about people coming. People have come for things. I said, eh, talk again. People have come for what? Things, everything we bought, they've come to take away from microphone to organ to mixer to speakers. I came back more, I came to church more rules. I don't know what I thought that day. I don't know, I came to shout and that <laughs> the Lord has been good. Today, look at the sound we are hearing. So beautiful. And the Lord has done us well. He's taking us somewhere. Let us not forget. Let's come and let people see that we are happy with what God is doing. I, I want a church, a happy church. I want church workers that are happy. I want church members who are happy. We want happy church, a happy church, a happy church. Not people who are grieved, people who are angry, people who are offended. I don't like that. I don't want that kind of church. I want a happy church. I want a happy chorister. I want a happy usher. I want a happy prayer warrior. Let happiness fill the church. 
of people who are frowned every day, you are, you are the only one that has problem. You have a problem with this person who has come, the usher didn't usher me, but the car park didn't, we, we are tired of you. We want a happy church. Tell somebody I want a happy church. Tell somebody I want a happy church. And they didn't arrange the chair where when you were sitting in trotter and it was tearing your dress, you were okay. You've come to church. We'll be out with cheering up there. Boy, now boy. And this church, I'm not coming again. This church, I'm not coming again. Meanwhile, your tower in the house, there's who inside. Tell somebody I want a happy church. And I want a happy church member. Give the Lord a shout in the house. The last one. The last one. Charlie, I, I, I've, 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 I've close, I've close, I've close. <laughs> May the Lord delight in us in this prosperity conference in the name of Jesus. It is a big thing if a man forgets what God, we will not forget. Yesterday when I got to the site and I stood on cement on top, I nearly cried. I couldn't imagine that. Is it us? You don't understand because you've not bought plot before. You've not, you've not bought cement. If you see they are selling cement bags, you pass because why? you've not bought land in your village before you to even think about cement bags, so you don't know. When I stood there, I stood, I said, hey, we small, small boys, look at what God is. It's God, not you. And we are grateful. The last one, you must show up because it is a destiny changing meeting. It's a destiny changing meeting. It's a destiny from, from, okay, this, no, it's, it starts from coming Sunday. After that, the Friday, the Sunday, the Friday. It's a destiny changing meeting. In Joshua chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. I'm ending with that. I know I've taken 10, 15 minutes, but it's good. The next meeting, the, the next morning, Joshua and all the people. Joshua and what? Joshua and, 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 and some of the people. Joshua and all the people. All the people. All the people. I saw a picture I, 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 I told you about uh, women empowerment people. Feminist circle of Moses was the one holding the rod to open the Red Sea. The lady said she's not cross. She too, she will take a rod. After the Red Sea closes, she too, what man can do, woman can do. So she stayed out of camp, waiting for the Red Sea to close. And after that, she also took a rod. Which now they become Joshua and all the people of Israel got up early. So some didn't sleep. They got up because there was something to be done. There was an occasion. There was a movement. They were about to take a move. And all of them, I pray that all of us in this house, we will gather in each of the meetings because God is about to do something great. Yeah. This rebellion attitude, it doesn't help the body. 
just imagine you woke up today and one eye said it won't work you, you will not even come to church you wake up today and your leg said it will not move it will not move your hand said it will not move your heart said it will not beat you are dead and sometimes when you decide not to show up you have denied the whole body of Karis temple an input that can affect the whole movement So they left the camp of Acacia and went to the Jordan. So they moved. May the Lord move us from where we are to where he has destined. In the name of Jesus. Someone shout the next move. Where they've come while waiting to cross it. So they camped. They were in a meeting. May you come and camp in these meetings in the name of Jesus. May we come and wait on God in these meetings and hear each of the men are going to speak from a different dimension of prosperity. And we must come and listen. Something is just one statement that changes you. Three days later, so they come there for three days. Camp meeting. Three days they were there. Three days later, the leaders went through the camp and told the people, when you see the priest carrying the covenant box of the Lord your God, break camp and follow them so when you see the priest carrying the ark and going break your camp leave camp now and advance and follow them but even in the following listen to what he said you have never been here before so they will show you the way to go they will show you the way to go but do not get close to the covenant box that means I give space. So even in the movement, how are you going to move? Where are you going? How should you move? He said, don't just move jolu, 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 and follow them. You can die. You can destroy yourself. Give them space. And as they are going, and he gave the specific space, stay about half a mile behind them. When a miracle happens, it didn't just happen. Certain things were put in place. Your prosperity will not just happen. Certain things must be put in place. And you must hear those certain things. And I pray for you that this conference, when I turn left, I will see you. When I turn right, I will see you. Because I have you at interest. I want to see you prosperous. I want to see you prosperous. In 10 years time, I should be able to see you prosperous. Yes, in 10 years time, and you are still struggling. It will break my heart. No shepherd will, will feed a sheep for 10 years and the sheep will still be the way he is and you'll be happy. Either the sheep is sick or the sheep must be killed because he's wasting resources. Are you here? They have to kill the sheep else if a male goes to mate with it, it's going to produce its type. So the shepherd will kill it. I don't have knife to kill. So what I'll do is that you, when I see you, I'll be sad. And that is not good. And I'm not going to see you that way. Because God is going to put something in you in this conference that will change your life forever. Give the Lord a clap offering and please rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. Lift your two hands and talk to God, somebody. Lift your two hands and talk to God, somebody. Say, take a 
talk to God that Lord, I am due for an encounter in prosperity conference. Pray for the speakers. Pray for the speakers. Pray that the Lord will cause you to show up with a good heart to receive from the Lord. Pray. Lift your two hands and pray. Pray for yourself that the Lord will help you. The Lord will give you an opportunity to show up. Pray that the Lord will cause you to be here. No matter what comes your way, you want to pray that, Lord, I place a demand on the atmosphere. I refuse not to be here. I refuse to live the same. I will join the church to praise your name for all the good things you have done for us. We give you praise. We give you glory. Somebody pray one more minute. Ask the Lord to prepare your heart to receive from him. Pray for Pastor Kujo. Pray for Prophet Kinsley. Pray for Reverend Amuasari. Pray for them. Pray for them. Marababa, pray for Pastor Samen. Pray for Reverend and the Pray that the Lord, the Lord will put a word in their mouth for the church in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' name. And everybody shall shout a big amen. Shout a big amen. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.